Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today, we discuss the topic about leadership, how you can become a leader. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Ahmad Rashad Thompson. Am I right to pronounce your name? Yes, you are absolutely right. Ahmad Rashad Thompson. That's correct. Great, great. Before we start, introduce a little bit about yourself, your background, and tell how you uh, start living in Bahamas. Yes, so I am. my name is Ahmad Rashad Thompson. I am born and raised in Nassau, Bahamas. I have been in this country all of my life. I am a talent management uh, professional. I'm a HR professional. I'm a leadership. I call myself a leadership guru. Uh, I believe that every one of us has the potential to lead somebody else, and it starts from being a servant leader. Um, I am a business owner in the Bahamas, but I also work for a global organization in the Bahamas as well. Um, my business is called Astute Talent Management, and so with that business, I afford companies and individuals alike the opportunity to tap into their best potential, to realize that potential, and then to walk in that potential. I think every single person on earth has been created with something they, something of value they can bring to the planet and to impact positively the planet. And so leadership was essentially the best way forward. I'm a John Maxwell certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker. And so all of that comes together in the wonderful world of leadership development. And here I am. Great. Yeah. Awesome experience. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about uh, leadership. Uh, how to become a leader? Uh, for example, I know that many people... Uh, give up, you know, when uh, they want to provide something new, change habits and uh, to lead people. Uh, but uh, it's hard uh, when you start. Yes. Uh, where to start? Just share your insights. What the first step you need to do? Indeed. The first thing people have to do when they want to become a stronger leader is understand themselves. You really can't grow. John Maxwell says all the time that you really can't grow yourself unless you know yourself. And self-awareness is different than knowing what you like and what you don't like and what's your favorite drink or your favorite food. Self-awareness has to do with understanding who you are, what triggers you, how you trigger other people, and understanding what influence you have on individuals around you. I think the first step people should take when they want to become better leaders or more effective leaders is first understanding themselves. That means taking an introspective look into their lives, understanding what they do well, what is a strength and what is a passion, because they're different, because I can do things really, really well, but really hate doing them. You know, it's important that leaders understand that they should be connected to what they love to do, because what you love to do is easy to do, even if it's hard work. You know what I mean? It's like your podcast. It takes you a lot to get it on the, on the radio or get it set up, but you love doing it. So it's passioned by your, it's fueled by your passion as opposed to, it doesn't feel like work to you. While it is a lot to do, it's not the same thing. And so leaders, first step they should do is understand who they are, understand what makes them, what drives them, what they're passionate about. And then the second thing is understanding how what they do affects those around them. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, uh, from my personal experience, uh, my second business was not my passion. Uh, I chased money at that point, and um, uh, I failed uh, in some time because the Ukrainian revolution destroyed this business. But you know, <laughs> right now I'm feeling um, 
happy to have this experience and uh, yes. i remember the the time when uh uh i hated monday and uh all, the whole week uh uh i wanted to uh see friday you know the evening and uh, right now uh, i think why uh, i was chasing this money i don't need yes. them you know it doesn't mm-hmm. bring happiness of course uh, it's better to love what you do and when you came to home and feel exhausted uh i i'm not good it's it's a good decision you know to continue this work for example uh mm-hmm. today when i have my loving job i uh, i can wake up in the morning and start working hard and can finish uh in the evening when i'm going to the bed uh it doesn't hurt my feeling you know i i, I feel good with that because uh, i love what i do uh, uh, but you know it's interesting that um, many people ask me how to find what you love to do for example someone likes to play ping pong but nobody will pay money uh, but they need to pay bills you know and uh, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. to feed their family how to find uh, this thing uh, what you love to do and get money the thing about passion is that a lot of people confuse it again like i said earlier with what they're good at when you are doing something you are passionate about it doesn't matter how much time it takes you to do it it doesn't matter how much money you lose doing it it doesn't matter how many how many hours of sleep you don't get doing it that's because you're passionate about it now how do you turn that passion into money because everybody wants to be able to sustain their lives and take care of their family there has to be a way to monetize what you do well for instance i am i have been told in my as i grew up as i become a man that i'm good with helping people to realize what they are good at okay that sounds like being a good friend. I don't want to be a professional good friend. I want to be a professional what does how can how do I put what I'm good at and monetize it? So I realized that that is called coaching. Right? And so I became I I figured out what could I do to become a world-class coach to people who need help to develop themselves and to find their purpose and to find their passion. And when I found it, I started to monetize it. And so now people pay me to help them to realize their purpose and to walk into their passion. So I what I would encourage people to do is to first of all determine what you're passionate about. And again, what you're passionate about does not always mean what you're good at. Once you found so that instance you gave about the ping pong. Let's say for instance um somebody is passionate about ping pong. There's more to it than that I'm guaranteeing it. The reason I said it is because maybe they like what they're doing as they are playing ping pong maybe they get fresh new ideas maybe they are engaging people in conversation maybe they are um it's a form of therapy for them so maybe there's an opportunity there to use ping pong as therapy for persons who are suffering from post traumatic stress disorder or somebody who is um suffering from postpartum you know issues with their children the fact is they are passionate about what they get out of ping pong not necessarily ping pong itself if that makes sense. Of course, of course it makes and sense. So I would encourage <laughs> yeah. people to really dig deeper, understanding what it is that because you're doing it doesn't mean you're passionate about it, but if it is your passion, how do you now turn that passion into money? You could find this any people will pay for anything these days, honestly. Right? And if you're good at it, people are going to want to see it. Yeah. So maybe maybe they find other ping pong enthusiasts around the world. You live in Ukraine, I live in the Bahamas. Maybe both of us love ping pong. Why can't there be a virtual ping pong competition where you're in Ukraine and I'm in the Bahamas and we're paying money to enter that 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 virtual tournament? And that person is still realizing their passion but also making money from it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, uh, another thing, patience. You know, <laughs> I think that uh, uh, I often see when uh, people uh, give up uh, waiting for results. Uh, yes. uh, perhaps they build some high expectations. Uh, they can get uh, quick results. Uh, from my experience, uh, I don't know. I think it's hard to achieve uh, high results. I don't believe to high, uh, to quick results. You know, uh, it's not about high results, it's about quick. Of course, uh, it takes time. And um, some of my projects uh, I couldn't monetize uh, for a few years, you know. <laughs> and uh, my wife uh, can tell me you're crazy. <laughs> Where is money? You know, you spend right. a lot of resources. But it's interesting um, when you love what you do. It doesn't matter. You can continue uh, this way. You can uh, continue uh, providing something. For example, PewDiePie uh, started his YouTube channel and uh, filmed 100 videos to get only uh, 285 subscribers. Uh, yes, yes, uh, Mr. Yes. Beast filmed videos for over uh, one and a half year and uh, got only a thousand subscribers. <laughs> and we mm -hmm. know these guys today. They have uh, 100 million subscribers. Uh, yeah, right. it's a lot. And um, I I think, um, yeah, it's a great point to uh, love what you do. And uh, can you share your insights how to um, uh, how to get this patience, how to uh, believe that you can uh, overcome any obstacles? Uh, because I think in any ways you can fail a lot. For example, uh, I can't count how many times I fail. Many times, uh, yeah. I think that <laughs> I'm still doing every day, you know. Uh, but that's okay for me. It's uh, uh, more about experience of learning. You know, I learn uh, every time when I failed. I, I learn. Uh, can you share how to uh, uh, to get this patience and uh, to learn from failure? Absolutely. So the thing about hard work is that it's necessary. A lot of people have visions, they have ideas, they have they have thoughts in their head about what they want to accomplish and when they want to accomplish it. And people see Anatoly and they see you as someone that is successful and I want to be like him. But they have no idea what you have actually gone through, the struggles you faced, the times your wife has been in your head, nagging you and rowing you and carrying on with you because she's saying, look, you have this big dream, but I have this big bill. What are we going to do? People have to first realize that it does not come without hard work. You have to invest all of you to get all of what you want. Anybody that has done it and has been successful at it has put in hard work. They have heard 150 million no's. They have heard people say they couldn't, they shouldn't do it. They have heard people say it's a waste of time. They have failed. The thing about failure, though, is that you have two options. One, you can decide to be a victor or you can decide to be a victim. I decide every single day that I'm going to be a victor. There's never going to be a situation that's going to defeat me. Never. I may not get where I want to be today, today. But what I have in my mind is going to come to fruition because I believe it can. Because I'm putting the work in to make it happen. And no matter how many people tell me, I, have, I meet potential clients every single day. And if I meet 10 people a day, let's just say, and 10 of them tell me no, it doesn't mean that I stop tomorrow. Because at some point, those same 10 people are going to come back and say, you know what, Ahmad? I realize the value in your experience. I want to take you on as a so-and-so. As -so. You have to first understand that it, whatever you want requires hard work. Let's start there. It starts with hard work. The second thing is failure is not meant to crush you. 
it's meant to propel you. Okay, so anytime that I fail, I don't focus on what I didn't do well. I focus on what I learned from that lesson because it's more so a lesson than it is um, a failure. You have to determine that you're going to grow through painful experiences. You have to make up in your mind that if today I I don't get this right, I'm going to focus on what I did get right and get stronger at that. I'm going to evaluate what went wrong and correct that. As opposed to saying, oh my God, woe is me, nobody likes me, nobody's picking for me, that's not going to work. Build up the courage, find it in your mind to believe that you can, and then you will. That's the first, first thing. The second thing is, be prepared to put in the hard work. Anybody that has gotten successful, put in hard work. There's no way around it. If you want to lose 10 pounds, you got to put in the work to lose the 10 pounds. You can't just snap your fingers and imagine it gone. It has to. You have to put in the work. The second thing is, if you focus on your goal instead of your growth, you won't see it. So if you say, I want to get to 1 million followers, right? If you focus on the fact that you only have 10, as opposed to the fact that you had one last month and now you have nine more this month, the energy behind the growth is what's going to propel you. But if you focus on, I'm at 10 and I want to get to a million, it feels like you're never going to do it. But if you say, look... Over the last one month, I reached nine people. Nine more people followed me. That's something worth celebrating. So it's all about your outlook and your perspective, Anatoly. If you decide to focus on the negative, it's going to feel extra daunting. But if you decide to celebrate your wins and just hold on to your successes and focus on your growth, you're going to get there. It's going to take you time. It's going to take hard work. But that's how you build that resilience. And that's how you build that, that patience. Does that make sense? Of course, of course. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, but you know, um, I want to add something uh, about hard work. Uh, you mentioned a few times about hard work, you should uh, work hard. I, I completely agree. Of course, we need to do hard work because, uh, uh, for example, if your competitors uh, are working eight hours a day and you can work uh, 12 or 16 hours a day, uh, but you know, um, Uh, I love uh, one point from uh, some uh, famous influencers that if you love your job, it's not hard work. <laughs> it's it, it's the process, you know. Uh, it's like playing ping pong. If you like playing ping pong, yes, that yes. means uh, it's not hard work. You uh, enjoy your time. And for for me, it's uh, the same. I love uh, the process. For example, uh, one of my friends uh, asked me, uh, okay, uh, tell me about your goals. Uh, I, I replied, I have no uh, some specific goals to earn a million dollars. Really, I have no these goals. Uh, I want to have, of course, of course, I want to have uh, this money. I want to have such business, but uh, I'm focusing on process. Uh, if you don't like process, it's better to skip it, you know, to find something yes, else. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I, I want to enjoy time uh, when you work hard uh, and uh, you enjoy the process. Of course, sometimes uh, it's not enjoyable. Uh, I know that uh, sometimes we need to do some boring stuff, but it helps as well, you know, to grow uh, and uh, go ahead. That's why uh, for me, process is more important. And you mentioned about focusing. Uh, I couldn't agree more, you know, really, because um, uh, for me, uh, for example, 
Uh, and you told about uh, getting a million followers and something like this. Uh, it's interesting that when I started my LinkedIn journey, uh, uh, I uh, decided to cover uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, many other social media. Uh, but, you know, I failed to get results because uh, I tried to cover everything, you know. Everything like, at once, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack of all trades, master of none. Of, it's bad. And I stopped doing this and uh, pay attention with LinkedIn. Uh, I think that many people try to copy Gary Vee or Tony Robbins in, uh, to, to uh, be everywhere. But I think when you have these resources, you can do it. But Gary Vee started on Twitter as well. He uh, spent uh, seven years uh, all night uh, to reply to many tweets about wine, uh, to build uh, his father business. And um, I think, uh, yeah, focusing is very important. Uh, can you tell more how to prioritize your time, how to schedule your time uh, because for example I, I know that uh, i need to do a lot of things a lot of stuff but i can't do uh, uh, all the stuff of course uh, yes, i choose priorities uh, and especially for example when you have short goals and uh, long goals for example uh, i know that uh, learning doesn't bring uh, money and results uh, achievable but uh, it's a long uh, goal you know to get more skills and mm-hmm. uh, uh, to extend my business and something like this um share your insights about uh, setting goals and uh, prioritization yeah absolutely so you 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 started to hit on it earlier when i was going to i was going to mention my next step would be strategy listen to me strategy is your way forward my grandmother always says don't work hard work smart yeah okay my grandmother has been a hairstylist for all of her life she's been doing hair for 68 years she's also a baker and she doesn't have a factory. She doesn't have a mixer. She mixes everything with her hands. But she has a strategy. When you have a strategy, it beats priority to an extent. Because priorities can still have a, have a laundry list. You can still have 53 priorities, but you never really get any done. I say to people, focus. You have to have a linear focus. What is, what is most important right now to get you to your next level or to get you to your goal faster to get you further faster. Now, when I say faster, I don't mean rushing to get there. I just mean if it could take you eight weeks as opposed to eight months, why not use that eight-week strategy? The strategy, though, means that you're going to have to figure out what do I need to do, who do I need to connect with to make things happen. For instance, I am looking to build my coaching, speaking, training business. I am good at it. I do it well, but I want to get my name out there. A strategy could be, how do I connect with people that have more followers than I do, that are smarter than I am, that have been doing this longer than I have? That's a strategy that's going to end in result for Ahmad, right? Sometimes people feel that they have to do it all by themselves because it's their business that is my money. I believe that we can get further together. Yeah. And so if 10 people from Anatoly's following decide to listen to Ahmad and follow Ahmad, that's 10 more people that I now have the opportunity to market to, to connect with, to make money from. So strategy is how you build that, that priority. You have to first understand what is priority and what is not. What is a goal and what is wishful thinking? What is a dream and what is an actual vision? They're different things, right? And so first of all, get your vision, write it down. Build a strategy to achieve these growth, not to achieve goals, to achieve growth. Because when you focus on the growth, you will eventually meet your goal. 
You see, but some people, like you said earlier, want to do so much that they end up doing nothing at all. Take a minute and understand what is actually priority. When you find, okay, you know what? Okay, let's just take, for instance, the ping pong guy. Ping pong guy wants to build a following as a master ping pong player. Okay, great. What is their priority? Is this priority getting people to know more about ping pong? Or is this priority getting more people to follow him about ping pong? Right? When he determines what is priority, then he builds a strategy behind that priority. The strategy could be, okay, I know 100 people on my LinkedIn or 100 people on my Facebook. Let me reach out to all 100 of them and say, hey, do you want to watch me play ping pong on Friday evenings at 5 p.m.? Sign up. If you sign up to watch me, ping pong, watch me play ping pong, you have a chance to win a brand new pair of headphones, a trip to Ukraine, a trip to the Bahamas. That's a strategy, right? He gets, and they sign up for free. Those 100 people come in and they have a good time. There's laughter, there's fun times. He's teaching them something as he's playing ping pong. The next thing he knows, he's able to do a tournament about ping pong. It all boils down to strategy. First of all, you determine what is actually priority and then you have a strategy to get it done. Focus on the growth, not the goal, and collaborate where necessary. Do not try to do this by yourself. There is somebody that is smarter than you, there's someone that is greater than you, there's someone that is better than you. Enlist their help and do it together. Okay, let's talk about, um, for example, uh, we uh, touched about uh, personal growth. Uh, uh, but, you know, uh, okay, uh, if we switch to companies, big companies, and uh, of course, leadership is important uh, as well. Uh, when yeah. you, we uh, handle people, manage uh, all the system, and um, uh, how we can scale all uh, these points to a company, what uh, bosses or uh, HRs can do uh, today uh, uh, to change something? For example, uh, I know that uh, many people uh, are feeling uh, a toxic environment, uh, some negative thoughts. Uh, I know uh, that it's simple to say uh, it's better to take away all this negative feeling. For example, I, I can share one example how I can do it. I stop reading uh, negative comments. <laughs> if somebody doesn't like my content, that's okay, you know, okay. It's, uh, I, I can't be perfect. I, I will never be perfect. Yes, uh, you can yes. change your mind or, uh, for example, uh, if you don't change your mind, that's okay, you know, you can follow someone else or uh, don't follow anyone because I took this approach from Seth Godin uh, and he proclaimed that he stopped uh, uh, reading uh, comments on uh, Amazon about his books from uh, since 2011. Gary V shares the, uh, the same stuff that he uh, uh, stopped reading uh, negative comments because he doesn't want to live with this negative feeling. You yes, know, it's better. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's better to take away. Uh, these people uh, might be right. That's okay. You no, know? yeah, they are right in their mindset. But uh, why uh, I need to live with, with that? Okay, uh, let's talk about companies. How we can um, bring uh, this leadership, uh, this uh, mindset to the whole company uh, as a system, not like uh, one person. Absolutely. So I believe in the three eyes of leadership. The first is you have to be inclusive. You cannot be a leader, Anatoly. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Or is yes, it Anatoly? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Wonderful. You have to be a leader that is in it for everybody else around you. Leadership must be inclusive and it must be servant. When you put yourself ahead of your team, you are not a leader. When you put your, your goals ahead of your team's goals, you're not a leader. When your issues become the team's issues, you're not a leader. Leadership must be 
inclusive. So as a leader, you have to take me, you have to take Anatoly, you have to take Anatoly's wife, you have to take Ahmad's friends along for the journey. You cannot do it by yourself. If, you are not, if you're not interested in what everybody at your table has to say, you are not a leader. If you first haven't invited everybody to your table to have a seat, to have an opinion, to have a, a voice, you are not a leader. Leadership means that you are inclusive and everybody's view, everybody's point of view, everybody's perspective matters. The next I is influence. Anatoly, the most, the most effective leaders that you know are effective because they have influence. They are able to get people around them to move and to think differently. Okay? Whether they are a good influence or a bad influence doesn't matter. What matters is that they have influence. If you come home to your wife and you say, baby, I have a brand new idea for a brand new show or a brand new um, business venture, and she rolls her eyes and she's like, oh my God, another one? Your influence is lacking. If she can't get on board with what your plans are, you can't, if you can't influence her to move differently, to think differently, to act differently, you lack influence. And when a leader has influence over his team, an influence is not to be confused with intimidation. They are different things. Influence, people who have influence are inspirers of others. People who have intimidation are fearful of others. Yeah. Okay. What the, yeah, of the course. Third makes sense. Eye, the third mm -hmm. eye is intentionality. You have to be intentional. Okay? If you cannot, if you're not going to do it seriously, then don't do it at all. It can't be just something you put on the wall. It can't just be something you um, you plaster up on your on your vision board. It has to be what you're actually living every single day. If you're not living it, it's not going to come to fruition. So the first thing is inclusive. You have to include those, bring everybody around you to the table, give them a space to have a voice, to clear their mind, to think, to contribute. The second thing is you have to be influential. If you're not influential, you won't be a good leader. The third thing is you have to be intentional. You have to want to do it. I need to put everything behind you and get it done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I have the last question because we have strict time. Um, yes. About, uh, for example, uh, if uh, uh, someone doesn't feel that uh, he can impact to others, uh, even sharing valuable stuff, uh, the right direction. Uh, for example, um, I often see when uh, people uh, uh, can provide uh, good ideas, uh, but they can't explain to others because of uh, law authority. Uh, people don't listen to them. Uh, what to do uh, at that point? Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, many people uh, have the same situation when they can't explain when they can lead others uh, i know for example i can show uh, by working hard that um, i'm going to achieve this goal yes. and um, i don't care if uh, someone doesn't believe me uh, even uh, including my family members uh, even my yes. my wife will tell me uh, i'm not sure that you, it will work you can get results with that uh, you know sometimes uh, i'm selfish with that because uh, i know that uh, uh, better idea doesn't exist 
it depends on you it's up to you to get results it's up of implementation uh, and uh, uh, i remember when uh, a few of my projects uh, failed and you know but i got experience <laughs> just yes, yes. Uh, learn from that and uh, i can use this uh, experience with my other products projects that's okay um, uh, can you share uh, your ideas how uh, to uh, learn to impact to others Listen, again, that word influence comes to mind. What I realized as a very young man is that I had the ability to get people to do what I want them to do, right? I realized very young, as a young, like I'm talking about maybe five or six, that I could convince people around me to do what I want them to do. It was never tricks. It was never a gimmick. It was just me appealing, one human being appealing to another human being. I really believe, Anatoly, that everybody has something of value. It first comes from your belief system. You can't go higher than what you believe, okay? And so to your example, just now, but you're telling the story, maybe sometimes you come home with another idea and your wife is like, oh no, or your brother or your family members like, that's garbage, that's trash. If you believe it's not, it will actually come to life. Even if it fails, Anatoly, you're gonna learn a lesson from it and you're gonna become better by way of it. But if you believe it's going to fail, it's going to fail. You have to, I want to get close to the camera. I want to, I want people to hear me. You have to know that what you believe is what you become. Okay. I want to take, I want to take this couple of minutes and help everybody to understand that you are, first of all, worth it. You are able and you are enough. Every single person on this planet has something impactful and positive to offer this planet. There is nobody that can do what you have been called to do the way you can do it. Anatoly and I could be in the same, the same field, doing the same thing, covering the same content even. But he is him and I am me. And we each have our own ability to make this world a better place. You have to first believe that. If you believe it, you absolutely will achieve it. To those people who find it really, really hard to believe that they are worth it. I want to encourage you and know that I believe in you. Honestly, and that may sound cliche, it may sound cheesy, but I really do believe that every single person on this earth has something great to offer. And you have to believe that. If you believe it, no matter what anybody else says, you're going to keep going. But if you don't believe it, the first no you hear or the first negative person that comes along, you're going to feed into the negativity and you're going to make it your truth. It is not your truth. You are an amazing, gifted person who has the ability to get it done. Now, to people who, who, who it doesn't come naturally to, that's where the strategy comes into play, right? Because if you don't have it naturally, you have to cultivate it. You have to work at it. And so maybe you come up with a strategy that says, you know what? I'm going to reach out to, to five people this month. Start slow. Okay, I'm going to reach out to somebody on LinkedIn. I'm going to reach out to somebody on Facebook. I'm going to reach out to somebody on Instagram. And I'm going to reach out to somebody in my office. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk to them about my bright new idea. I'm going to get their feedback. I'm going to take that feedback and use it to grow. Right? You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Sometimes the things that you are called to do are not what you are naturally gifted at doing. But you have to use your strength, you have to use your wherewithal, you have to use your knowledge, and you have to just do it. Just do it. Do not wait for anybody else. Don't wait for the right moment. Don't wait for the right time. Start now. Start unprepared. Start afraid. Just do it. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I remember when Tyson Fury proclaimed, uh, when uh, I'm talking that I'm the best, uh, then I truly believe that I'm the best, you know. Yes, <laughs> I think it's the same, you know. Uh, just believe, uh, don't care if someone uh, distrusts uh, your uh, thoughts, uh, uh, and don't care if uh, uh, you, uh, you are only one person on this planet who believes in your idea, you know, because push, 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 push. Yeah, you know, it's you up said to you. Just now, Anatoly, you said that if you believe that you're the best and you say you're the best, then you're the best. But I want to encourage people, if you say you're the best, act like the best, right? Put money where your mouth is. If you are really the best, act like you are the best. And so that means you have to be intentional. It means that you have to be, you have to put in the work. It means that you have to actually look like the best, feel like the best, think like the best. Because just saying it doesn't make you the best. Saying it can give you some confidence, but you have to actually look like, feel like, act like the boss, be like, be the best that you can be. Okay? I believe that I'm the best at what I'm doing right now on this planet. And so what I have to do is act like I'm the best and give you the best. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And if you yeah. don't do that, then you're only somebody talking. You know? <laughs> okay. I have the last question. How people can reach out to you, learn more about you, and uh, yeah, uh, order your services. Yes. So listen, I am on LinkedIn. My name is Ahmad Rashad Thompson on LinkedIn. You can find me, connect with me. I offer professional coaching services. I offer training and development for organizations and individuals. I offer leadership development and growth. Um, a number of things that I offer through my, I'm a professional speaker, so you can hire me to speak at your events. I am a global speaker, so I can go wherever you are, I can come. There's a plane, I have a mask, I'm vaccinated, I can go and I have no challenge going there. Um, I'm on Instagram as Astute Talent Management on Instagram. You can find me there as well. Please connect with me, say hello, follow me, stay tuned for more information, book my services, ask me for help. I am, I am purposed, I am placed on this earth to help you become better. That's my ultimate goal. Great, great. Yeah, I enjoyed our uh, conversation. You share a lot of valuable insights. Cool. Okay, guys, listen to us uh, on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever you choose. Uh, connect with Ahmad Reshat. You can uh, find all uh, mentioned links uh, in the description below. And uh, see you next time. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Anatoly. Have a great day. God bless you, my friend. Take care. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.